For the wrestling fans. Give me a hell yeah. By wrestling fan. Ooh, yeah. Not your average in your mom's basement podcast. Broadcast weekly. You are listening to Into the Squared Circle podcast. Now here is your host. GBC here Into the Squared Circle podcast. And welcome to a mega episode. That's all right, my friends. On this very episode, I'll get you up to speed on all things pro wrestling, which includes my preview, my predictions on WWE SummerSlam 2023, which is going down this Saturday, August the 5th, on the Peacock Network. And I'll give you guys my previews and predictions right here on the show. Also on the show, I'll give you guys my top three AEW Dynamite highlights and bunch of other wacky stuff in the news of pro wrestling and I'll get you up to speed in New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax Tournament of 2023. It's a loaded episode. It's a mega action pack episode. But before I continue on, and if you're a new listener, give me a five-star review. Hit the subscribe and no matter what podcast and outlets, listen to the fine podcast. And follow me on my social media platforms into the Squared Circle Podcast, which is now available on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, which some of the podcasts will be featured on YouTube as well, my beautiful face, and also on X, formerly known as Twitter. X marks the spot. That's where I hide at. That's where I play at. Give me a subscribe. Give me a like. And without a further ado, sit back. Relax, grab a cold one, unless you're working, but still grab a cold one at work because I said so. And let's talk about all things pro wrestling on the super action pack mega episode of Into the Squared Circle Podcast. All right, what's going on, my friends? How's everybody doing? Thank you, the fine listener, for listening to this great podcast we all know as Into the Squared Circle Podcast. Thank you so much for taking your very own time to listen to the show. Again, if you're a daily listener, give me your name, your first name, or where you're from, either state, regional, area, if you're in the United States, across the world, international, shoot me a DM on Facebook. Instagram. X, formerly known as Twitter. <laughs> yes, X, that's where I hide at. Yeah, man, just send me a DM where you're from. I would like to highlight you, the fine listener, that you're a daily hardcore listener. Thank you very much. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. Okay, enough of the sweet talk. Let's talk about pro wrestling, right? That's what we're here for. From a fan to the fans, let's kick off the show talking about New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax. I've been keeping tabs on what's going on. There's a lot of good stuff going on. But I'm going to give you guys the current standing points in the New Japan Pro Wrestling G1 Climax of 2023. All right. Here we go, folks. Bear with me. Here's the current standings in the A block. Sonata, the current IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, standing at 12 points, leading the A block up and uh, I can't really say second because there's three guys tied for six points. Hekaleo, Kaiomiya, and Shota Umino currently tied at six points. So we got three guys standing at six points. 
We got two guys standing at five points. Gabe Kidd and Yota Tuchushi. T-S-U-J-I. Perhaps saying the name wrong, but both men are currently standing at five points. And the last two on the A block, Ren Narita and Chase Owens, currently stand at four points in the A block. Let's cruise on over to the B block. Kushka Okada standing charge in the B block with 10 points. Well, Will Ospreay's at eight points, reigning at second. Here's the rest of the B block. El Fantasmo, Taichi, and Tangaloa currently standing at six points. While Kenta, Great Okana, Yoshihashi's at four points on the bottom of the B block. Let's cruise on over to the C block. Davey Finley, Evil, and Eddie Kingston are currently at eight points, tied up for the C block. Where Tamatanga. Shingo Tagachi currently at seven points. Mikey Nichols, Hanare at four points. And Tomohiro Ishii, the Stone Pitbull, is at two points on the bottom of the C block. Let's move on over to the block number D. Not number, gets a letter. Block D, Jeff Cobb, eight points. Tetsuya Naito, eight points. And Zack Sabre Jr., eight points. Three men, eight points. D block. Got it? Good. Let's press on forward to the D block. Hiroshi Tanahashi, the ace, and Hiroki Goto is at six points. Shane Hayes, Els Coughlin, Toro Yano are at four points. And there is the D blocks. So G1 Climaxes is in full force as we're getting itching closer to the very end of the tournament. A lot of hidden gem stuff, man. By the way, tournament ends on August the 13th. That's next weekend. Woo, baby. I bet these guys will be relief. And they don't call it the wrestling's most grueling tournament on the planet. Hands down, the roughest, toughest tournament in the pro wrestling landscape. Into the Squared Circle podcast is all part of the GSJ Multimedia production. From audio to photography, videography, and more. Check out gsjmultimediaproduction.com for more information and help create your vision today. All right, so before we press forward to the All Elite Wrestling Dynamite, my top three highlights and WWE SummerSlam prediction preview, let's talk about the wacky stuff. Some things that's been going on in the world of pro wrestling. So Ian Riccoboni, AEW's Ring of Honor lead commentator, Ian Riccoboni is now a member of his local school board. Riccoboni with the Twitter, or X, this past Monday night to announce the news that he is a member of the board of the Pennsylvania's Salisbury Township School District. As part of a special meeting on Monday to fill a vacancy, Ricky Bonney appeared before the existing board as one of the four candidates looking to fill the spot, answering questions from various members. He said he saw the opportunity to join the board as an opportunity to help continue instill the values he learned coming up through the district and have enabled him to enter college and have job readiness. The 36-year-old born in Allentown, Pennsylvania, and lives in Salisbury Township with his wife, two children. He graduated from Salisbury High School in 2005 as a class president. So congrats to Ian Riccoboni filling in as a board member for the Pennsylvania Salisbury Township School District. Some other crazy news in pro wrestling. 
Matt Cardona's MLW debut, Major League Wrestling, will be in a Kiss My Foot match. Interesting. It was announced this past week that the former Zack Ryder will face Mace Warner in a Kiss My Foot match at MLW Fury Road on Sunday, September 3rd. The match will also have a no-holds-barred stipulation. The loser of the match must kiss the winner's foot. Fury Road is taking place at the 2300 Arena. Fans known as the ECW Arena in Philadelphia will also air on Fight Plus. Here's the rest of the card for MLW's Fury Road. We have MLW World Heavyweight Champion Alex Kane defends against Willie Mack. As I mentioned, kiss the foot match between Matt Cordona and versus Mace Warner. Maki Ito versus Becca. The winner becomes the number one contender to the MLW Women's Featherweight Champion. Kevin Blackwood makes his MLW debut. So there's the current card for MLW Fury Road. So we will incorporate Monday Night Raw with the SummerSlam previews and prediction. I know I promised last episode we'll have a Monday Night Raw review, but we will incorporate it to SummerSlam to make it a little bit more fun. How about that? But since we're talking about Monday Night Raw, let's talk about the ratings of Monday Night Raw. This past Monday on the USA Network, Monday Night Raw averaged 1.76 million viewers and drew a .53 rating in the 18-49 demo, both a little below what has been the usual levels. All right, Vince McMahon is making news in the pro wrestling world, but this time it's not pissing off the WWE employees or the wrestlers. Not this time. Vince was served with a search warrant and a grand jury subpoena on WWE Executive Chairman Vince McMahon by the U.S. Federal Law Enforcement Agents. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, when I saw this coming out this past week, I think it was on Tuesday or Wednesday when notifications were blown up by my phone, local, local television apps like ABC, NBC, ESPN was reporting this. I'm like, what the hell is going on with Vince? Now, a couple days ago, it was reported that Vince was having a, a spinal surgery. Not sure how major it is, but from what it sounds like, Vince will be out for the rest of the year. Now, he's still the, the executive chairman of the WWE, but he will be out of in sight, probably in the office, backstage during the shows, uh, definitely for the rest of the year. Now, that was one story that came out earlier in the week, and now this just came out, and uh, this news came from the WWE's quarterly sector filing this past Wednesday where the development was reported. So you know the WWE released these quarterly press releases on how how uh, uh, financially as a company's doing as a whole. You know, they did get they did great at WrestleMania. They touted that. They brought Revenal to Los Angeles. Uh, they did a massive deal with Slim Jim for SummerSlam, the Slim Jim Battle Royal, which we'll get to it uh, shortly. But they were touting the massive success they're having financially. But in this sector file that they released to the public this past Wednesday, and here it is right here, the actual article, 
And I quote, On July the 17th of 2023, federal law enforcement agents executed a search warrant and served a federal grand jury subpoena on Mr. McMahon. No charges have been brought in these investigations. As this article continues, and I quote, the company has received voluntary and compulsory legal demands for documents, including from federal law enforcement and regulatory agencies concerning the investigation and related subject matters. Unquote. Specifics about the agents we're looking for are still unknown at this very moment. So apparently a handful of people asked Nick Khan to comment on this. And Nick Khan responded, no comment. And I don't blame him. He doesn't want to get involved in this. Could this be related to the investigation of the misconduct from last year? So, I, I again, my personal my personal thoughts on this whole thing, I, I don't know. I don't want to speculate on this, but maybe it could be related to that. We don't know. But the WWE has put that in a sector file this past Wednesday. Part of their public, uh, uh, you know, statements or uh, whatever, the, how they're doing as a company as a whole. Because Vince is a current WWE executive chairman. So, of course, you have to put that in there. It makes sense. All right. And lastly, before we press on forward, yeah, early this week, I got to say about this past Monday, uh, the exact date, G, come on, man. This past Monday, July the 31st, the final day of July of 2023, the Cody Rhodes documentary has now been released on the Peacock Network. You're going to ask, well, G, did you watch it? No, not yet. I'll, I'll try to watch it this weekend. I have time, and I'll report to it. But it's been making news. Mm -hmm. So it was a not unedited. Is that even a word? Not unedited. It was the unedited request from Cody Rhodes. He want his fellow partners, the Young Bucks, Hangman Anna Page, Tony Khan, Kenny Omega, featured in his documentary of Cody Rhodes. And he wants the world to know that he started AEW. And he said in the documentary, I watched some of the clips, that he won't reveal the personal reasons why he left AEW, but he left because of an offer. Um, Look, we all know money. Money is a major factor. And WWE had the better offer, and that's why he left. But there's something personal that he's keeping to himself that he's not going to say. And Triple H made a comment. He made a cameo on the documentary. And he said that Cody Rhodes left a secondary company because he knew he couldn't be a major face over there. And that right there made news. It made so much of a news that Tony Khan was asked that question during a promotional press conference tour for the All In Big show coming up in a couple weeks. A press reporter asked him, Hey, what you think about Triple H calling your company a secondary company? And Tony Khan responded, Hey, screw it. Well, he didn't say that directly, but I I'm just saying in my words. You know, Tony looked at it and said, You know what? Screw him. When we're selling out Wembley Stadium 80,000 plus, that's not a secondary company. We're going to do what we do best put on the best damn wrestling product on the planet. And uh, good for Tony for sticking up and not going on a tangent like he does in the past. I love you, Tony. But uh, 
again, he kept it very short, very sweet, and didn't treat this answer like a child. So kudos to Tony. But yeah, this this uh, documentary is making some news from Cody Rhodes. I seen it got featured cameos with The Undertaker and Hulk Hogan, and I don't remember them being a part of Cody's life. Maybe they were. I don't know about, but uh, I guess Hulk Hogan is uh, <laughs> giving his two cents on Cody Rhodes, explaining his history. I, 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 I mean, I guess Cody has a hell of a documentary when you got The Undertaker and Hulk Hogan featured in it. And John Cena, so uh, you, you know Cody made it to the very top when you have the top, the elite. The no pun intended to the elite, the the Hall of Famers, the goats, the guys that paved the way featured in your documentary. That's amazing. So speaking of Tony Khan and AEW, before I press on forward to my top three highlights of AEW, AEW Dynamite released their viewership totals this past Wednesday on TBS. Here's the current numbers for this past Wednesday, August the 2nd of 2023 edition of All Elite Wrestling Dynamite, which averaged 894,000 viewers on TBS, down, down 0.5% from the previous week. Now, we're going to take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, I will give you guys my... Top three only wrestling dynamite highlights. Can you take a guess? What are my top three? All that's coming up next right here on Into the Squared Circle Podcast. Had enough of pro wrestling? Check out a lesson in headbanging podcast with G Beast, which is now available on all major podcasting outlets. So if you want to headbang, try to keep up with me. You will fail miserably, but you can still try. There's no harm in that. From headbanging in the front row to raging in the pit, G-Beast is a passionate rock and metal fan that loves his music. Check out a lesson in headbanging podcast with G-Beast today. All right, let's talk about my top three AEW Dynamite this past Wednesday, August the 2nd of 2023. Sounds good? Have you thought about what my top three highlights of Dynamite were? If you haven't figured it out, let me give you my first one. Numero uno. Let's talk about number one highlight of my top three AEW Dynamite this past Wednesday, August the 2nd of 2023. There's a great highlight moment. Hell yeah great moment and that was no other than the debut of rob van dam rvd that's where he made his all elite wrestling debut this past wednesday on dynamite how about that and i'm gonna ask you the viewers on youtube you the listeners on the podcast did you enjoy that moment were you shocked yes we know there were rumors early in the day hey rvd is gonna come back he might show up at all in you might show at All Out versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry. You kind of see the theme here. Jungle Boy's going after Taz and Hook, who carried the FTW champion. Now, Jungle Boy is the the, the current champion. He won it, right? He, he defeated Hook for the FTW champion. Now, he wants to face-to-face with Jerry Lynn this past Wednesday. Jerry Lynn was like, I'm not going out to the ring. I got a bunch of screws and bolts on my neck and back. 
and can't wrestle. But I have someone could wrestle. That was part of the ECW crew. It's still going today. And uh, next thing you know, you hear one of my favorite metal bands of all time, Pantera, the legendary metal song, Walk. Walk. What did you say? That's a great song. I love Pantera. They're on tour right now, celebrating the life and legacy of the brothers and the, the Dimebag and Vinny, Paul, the Abbott brothers. So, yeah, man, RVD comes out and fans were just going ape shit. Fans are losing their damn minds, as Pat Patterson will say, they're going bananas. Yes, RVD comes out and he is the whole effing show. And RVD came out and, uh, I mean, what you can say, he's a legend. Uh, one of the greats. And, uh, we're going to have a match next week on Dynamite. RVD versus Jungle Boy. Not Jungle Boy. He's now Jack Perry. That's his name. Now. Uh, RVD versus Jack Perry. Perry. And uh, a great moment. And that lands one out of the three highlights of All Elite Wrestling Dynamite this past Wednesday on TBS. Now let's move on to numero number two. Number two highlight of All Elite Wrestling Dynamite this past Wednesday on TBS. It was a big moment. Historic match has been announced for All Elite Wrestling All In at Wembley Stadium later this month in August of 2023. The historic Wembley Stadium. A match that will, I guess, main event the show. MJF versus Adam Cole. Baby! It's going to be a good match. It's going to be an excellent match. It's going to be a story. See a theme here, folks. So MJF came out on television this past Wednesday on TBS. MJF cut a great promo. He was leaning toward a baby face, but he wants to remind the fans that he is a heel. If you watched it this past Wednesday on TBS, MJF told the crowd, and he was, I assume it's legit. If this story is legit, if he has a, a an actual uh, a medical, we call it, like a medical a reasoning i guess he has actual add the fans were chatting add adha whatever attention deficit disorder and he told the crowd that he has that and if he actually has that i mean that's remarkable that he's you know telling the truth and if it's legit or not i mean that's uh, it feels like it's a real deal let's peel behind the curtain of mjf a rare thing we don't see on television publicly across the world national television of course but he keeps saying in this promo folks i'm still a scumbag just remember i'm still scumbag that right there folks is the key word <laughs> i know scumbag right how childish but that's a key thing remind the fans don't love me too much because i'm gonna screw every one of you in a couple weeks and what a place think about it what a place to screw the fans. 80,000 people on a stadium across the world on pay-per-view. Screw a great friendship. A, a, a passionate story the fans love. The best thing on Dynamite. And just a big middle finger. A big middle finger across 80,000 people in a stadium. Can you imagine the heartbroken, passionate fans just... Like, what the hell just happened? MGF screw over Adam Cole at, at All In. By the way, he's going to put his title on the line. He's going to put his title on the line against Adam Cole. I love this story so far, and I cannot wait to see how this story will play out the next couple weeks leading up to All In. It's going to be a one of the storylines he's going to keep. 
But this marquee, the first match of all in Wembley Stadium that was announced on Dynamite in this story made it my top two highlight of all Elite Wrestling Dynamite this past Wednesday. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I can't wait for this match. See how this will play out in front of 80,000 people plus strong. I can't wait. All right, numeral number three. My third and final highlight of all Elite Wrestling Dynamite this past Wednesday on TBS. Can you take a guess what it is? Crap, I don't remember what it is. I'm in brain farts right now. So RVD is number one. MJF and Adam Cole is number two. Number three, it was the main event of Dynamite. I remember Hakato Shida defeated Tony Storm to become the new women's All Elite Wrestling Champion. Now, they pressed and they talked about it throughout that match. It was a hell of a match. A slobber knocker, as Jim Ross was saying. Yes, Hakato Shida, she was the pandemic AEW's women's champion. And I'm going to talk about this on a WWE Slumber Slam predictions shortly. Uh, on YouTube, we'll get a separate video, so stay tuned. On the podcast, you will hear it on the main event. This is why I press forward on YouTube. Check out the podcast. You get all the good stuff. But I will talk about Drew McIntyre. He was the pandemic world heavyweight champion. Well, he deserved that title shot against Gunther SummerSlam. That's a whole different conversation. Hakata Shida, she won the title post-pandemic. Well, deservedly, but was it well deservedly like she bust her ass off the past couple weeks? We haven't seen her a whole lot on television this past couple weeks. At least what I see been seen. But uh, they, they gave the title to Hakata Shida on Dynamite. And that was a great moment. Um, I, I, could there have been some kind of a buildup the past couple weeks uh, that kind of show this big moment? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they easily could have, but nevertheless, it was a happy moment. Again, it's just going to make this more of a positive moment here. Uh, confetti everywhere, and she hold the title held high to close out all Elite Wrestling 200th episode. Forgot to mention that. It was 200th episode of All Elite Wrestling Dynamite which featured a nice package uh, uh, intro from Tony Khan, of course. Uh, 200 episodes from the very beginning, which featured Cody Rhodes, because uh, he debuted it on the very first episode in the very first match. And uh, a, a great, a great episode, uh, uh, entertaining Dynamite, the 200 episode. And I can't wait for the another 200 more of Dynamite. So there you have it, folks. My top three All Elite Wrestling Dynamite this past Wednesday on TBS. And if you, the listeners, you, the viewers, have any top highlights, maybe the made on your top three, Leave it in the comment section right here on YouTube. Or if you're listening on the podcast or on YouTube, follow me on my social media platforms into the Squared Circle Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, right here on YouTube, and on X, formerly known as Twitter. So send me a DM. Leave it in the comment section. Let me know what you guys think. Your top highlights of All Elite Wrestling Dynamite. All right, folks, we finally made it. The main event of the podcast. It's been long, but here we are. My preview, my predictions, my previews and predictions in the past premium live events has been excellent. I mean, my, it's been good so far. Let's see if my streaks will continue because I will have my previews and prediction on WWE SummerSlam coming up next right here on Into the Squared Circle Podcast. Had enough of pro wrestling? Oh, God in heaven! Spine first! Almost 
Check out a lesson in headbanging podcast with G Beast, which is now available on all major podcasting outlets. So if you want to headbang, try to keep up with me. You will fail miserably, but you can still try. There's no harm in that. From headbanging in the front row to raging in the pit, G Beast is a passionate rock and metal fan that loves his music. Check out a lesson in headbanging podcast with G Beast today. All right, folks, here we go. The main event time of the podcast. The World Wrestling Entertainment presents SummerSlam 2023 at Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan. If you can't make it there, it's available on the Peacock Network. So going down this Saturday, August of the 5th. There are currently right now eight matches total. Okay, so that's the deal right now. Let's talk about match number one. Ho, 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 ho. It's going to be a hell of a match. Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare, will face off against the Beast Incarnate Rock Lesnar. And a rubber match. we So this past Monday on Monday Night Raw, of course, on the USA Network, Brock Lesnar came out, cut a promo, a decent promo for once, and uh, called out Cody. He's like, look, I'm getting paid big bucks to, to whoop your ass. You're getting paid big bucks so I can kick your ass. Just come out and just face to face like a man. That's it. So Cody came out, shook Brock Lesnar's hand, and then Cody, uh, I'm sorry, Brock Lesnar whooped Cody's ass. Bam. And Cody was laying in the ring like a ragdoll while Brock Lesnar whooped his ass and walked out. Uh, what was his, his former gimmick? Uh, sleep, breathe, eat, repeat. Uh, whatever the hell it is. Kick ass, repeat. That's what he did. He came down and kicked Cody Rhodes' ass this past Monday on the USA Network. Question is, will Cody Rhodes... Slay the beast of Brock Lesnar. Oh boy, it's gonna be a tough one. It's gonna be a battle. I will tell you that right now. It's gonna be a battle. Or will the Brock Lesnar defeat Cody? Maybe this will lead to something more down the road. We don't know. But again, it's just a preview prediction. I predict Cody will defeat Brock Lesnar and a clean win. A clean win. Uh, how? I don't know. I don't know how he will win this clean win. Uh, it's, it's gonna take a lot. It's gonna be take a lot of Cody Cutters crossroads you name it everything about the kitchen sink will be involved in this match it's tough to say but i'm gonna go for my boy because i'm a big mark for cody rhodes that's gonna be my prediction and the winner of the match so i got the trusty pen here got a circle so i'm not cheating <laughs> so when i have my post SummerSlam episode at least you know i'm not bnsing by the way into the squared circle podcast now available on facebook Instagram, uh, right here on YouTube, and on X. Yeah, it's Twitter. I still call it Twitter, but it's called X. I will post a photo on here so I'm not BS. Okay, Cody Rhodes will defeat Brock Lesnar. You, the viewers, you, the listeners, do you think Cody Rhodes will slay the beast? Or do you think Brock Lesnar will walk out with a victory? Your thoughts, your voices, your choice. Sound like a political ad here, but no, no. No political on this, folks. You, you, your voices. Again, I'm a fan. You're a fan. Let me know what you guys think. Match number two. This could be a hell of a match. Seth freaking Rollins will put his WWE World Heavyweight Champion on line against Finn Balor. Interesting. I think there's going to be a little plot twist in here. Huh. Now, if Seth Rollins, and that's it, if, if he lose the title and 
if Finn Balor wins, can you see Senor Money in the Bank, Damian Priest cash in the briefcase? Could that play a role? Can you imagine that happen? I think, I think Damian Priest will get involved in this match in some way or form of this briefcase. Now, the question is here, folks, will Seth Rollins drop the title or will he retain? And then that's where Damian Priest comes in. That's the tricky part, but I'm going to lean the plan B where Seth Rollins retains. I don't see him losing the title just yet. Now, could he lose the title WrestleMania? Maybe. Or could Finn win the title SummerSlam? and drop it to WrestleMania. We have to wait and see in that part, but I'm gonna pick Seth Rollins. I think Damian Priest might get involved in this match with the briefcase. How will it happen? How will it work? I don't know. That, I, I'm not sure how it will play out. But in my mind, in my guts, I think Seth Rollins might retain. So that's gonna be my pick as I circle this answer, okay? All right, here we go, folks. A triple threat match for the WWE Women's Champion. Asuka will put her title on the line against Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair. Again, this is a top-notch women's wrestling match. You have the best of the best women's wrestlers in the match. Charlotte Flair, no stranger to world champions, women's champions, of course. Asuka, and Asuka, uh, Bianca Belair, a former champion. So you have the best of the best of the women's division in this match. Asuka is going to have a hell of a... Hell of a challenge between two of the former world champions. Question is to you, the viewers, you, the listeners, will Asuka drop the title? Will Charlotte win the title? Will Bianca win the title? That's a tough question. Now, will Asuka sneak out of the rubble? Will she go to war and make it out alive for one piece and retain the women's champion? That's going to be a tough answer. And I'm going to go on a risky 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 pick here this is tough man this is like putting a blindfold on and throwing a dart and hopefully lands on the right answer and that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna pick oscar i think she's gonna retain i could be wrong it could bite me in the ass but i'm gonna pick oscar to retain the title i, I get i could be wrong maybe charlotte will win maybe bianca will end but uh, all three women deserve the title all three women in my opinion are top WWE uh, woman superstar, right? Top woman superstar. And they all have potential. They're all championship material. Question is, question is who will win? That's a tough one. I'm, I'm going to leave it up to you, the viewers, you, the listeners on the podcast, into the Squid Circle podcast on Facebook, uh, available on Instagram, Twitter, uh, right here on YouTube. Leave it in the comment section. Who do you think will win this women's world uh, uh, triple threat championship match? Be a hell of a match, hell of a woman's match. Hell, that it might steal the night. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I'll be frank with you, sir. Okay, oh boy, this is some good stuff. Match number four again, everything I'm gonna read to you guys is probably not gonna be in order on a pay per view. I'm just reading this, what's been provided uh, online that I kind of printed out so I can just circle and blah 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 blah, put it on social media. So you can see my predictions, okay? Oh, it's going to be a tough one on this one. There's some good matches on SummerSlam. Good matches. Roman Reigns will put his undisputed Universal Champion against Mr. Main Event, Jey Uso, in a tribal combat match. All right, G, what the hell is a tribal combat match? Probably one of the kind first time I... I it's pretty much... <laughs> 
and anything goes, man. No rules. I, I guarantee there's gonna be tables, chairs, usual stuff you see every week in pro wrestling, right? All right, come on. Now the question is, will Jey Uso slay the Travel Chief Roman Reigns? This is a hot topic, folks. Not the store hot topic. This is the match fans are clamoring about. Will Jey Uso defeat Roman Reigns and become the new, not only a tribal chief, but the new universal champ? Could this be the moment where Jey Uso conquer Roman Reigns? Where, where the, the, the tribal the tribal faction collapse entirely? I don't know, man. SummerSlam, is this the perfect place to make it happen? It's tough to say. Could WrestleMania be the marquee? But if Cody surpass Brock Lesnar, gotta have a Roman versus Cody, right? For the champion. Maybe a Cody versus Jey Uso. So, long-term story booking here. Can you see? Can you see Roman Reigns dropping the title to Jey? I don't know, man. There's going to be some kind of plot twist in this. I'll ask you, the viewers and listeners, will Jimmy Uso make his return back? I think there's a pretty good chance that Jimmy might show up at SummerSlam. In defense, the even the score, because you know Solo Sokoa will be there at Roman's side. You know it. You know it this will play effect in the match. But could they even the score and have Jimmy come out and join a side with his brother Jay? Yes. I see a plot twist going on in here. With that being, I don't know what the plot twist is going to be. I do not know. Maybe Jimmy will show up and double cross his brother Jay. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. But as a fan, again, in my old cranium up here, mental masturbation here, I'm going to pick Roman Reigns by a long shot. I hate Roman Reigns. I hate his guts. But I think he will retain. May lead to something bigger at Survivor Series. Any Survivor Series style match against Roman versus Jay. Maybe. Again, long-term booking here, folks. Think about it. Think about it for a couple minutes. How the story will play out in the next couple of months. So I think Roman will retain, and that's going to be my pick. Again, let me know what you guys think on YouTube in the comment section or on social media platforms that I mentioned on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter into the Squirt Circle Podcast. Okay, let's press on forward to the next match. It's gonna be, it's gonna, this match is going to be great. Ricochet versus Logan Paul. So this past Monday on Monday Night Raw, the show kicked off with Logan Paul coming out, cutting the promo, being a cocky bastard, calling out Ricochet. Ricochet comes out, and he's like, you know, I, Logan Paul told Ricochet, I'm going to kick your ass at SummerSlam. And uh, Ricochet said, okay, well, you could try, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to whoop your ass. And, uh, and the promo ended where Logan Paul was like, you know what, Ricochet, your fiance, Samantha Irvin, who's the, the ring announcer for Monday Night Raw. She's going to say my name. Yeah, my name's going to come out of your fiance's mouth. And Ricochet didn't like that. So Ricochet whipped Logan's Paul ass. Logan Paul was smart and reversed that fighting little segment and gave him a knockout punch. And Logan Paul walked away with Ricochet laying in the middle of the ring, knocked out. Could that be a story? Could that be the result of the SummerSlam match between Ricochet and Logan Paul? It's going to be a great match. It's going to be a lot of high flying. There's going to be a lot of ooh, moments. Holy shit moments in this match. I guarantee you, you'll like that match. Sounds like a damn uh, 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 the, the men's warehouse commercial. I guarantee you that look. 
you will love that. You know, this could be a great match. I know this could be a great match. Question is, folks, is who's going to win? Ah, man, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be a 50-50 style match. But I, if I'm going to go for the long haul, as much as I, 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 I want to lean towards Logan Paul, I, I want to lean towards Ricochet. But I'm going to pick Logan Paul. Again, it could bite me in the ass, and then maybe Ricochet will win. I can't give you a Zach reasoning who's going to win because it's going to be tough to say. But... Uh, maybe Logan Paul will walk out with a victorious win by cheat. Maybe that's the best damn close ex explanation of behind my reasoning on this match. So I'm going to pick Logan Paul. All right. This next match is going to be phenomenal as well. Gunther, the current intercontinental champion will put his title on the line against the Scottish warrior Drew McIntyre. Two meatheads. Two Bad mofos will go one-on-one -on -one in the ring. This match will be a slobber as Jim Ross will say. I will see a lot of slaps, a lot of punches, a lot of strikes. Two big guys locking up in the ring. Two bulls going mano y mano. Question is, will Drew McIntyre walk out with the Intercontinental Champion? Will Gunther reign as a what is record for the IC champ? Surpasses what? Pat Patterson's record. I don't know. But he has a great track record with the title. Will Gunther retain and continue on with his track record with the IC champion? Or will Drew McIntyre finally get the recognition that he deserves again? A pandemic champion. Remember, he was a pandemic champion when there was no crowd at the Thunderdome. There was nobody there to see him as a world champ. Will he get the recognition? Will he deserve, which my opinion, he deserved to be world champ. He is a top star, but he's not featured as a top star. But could he become the icy champ? I want that to happen. As a fan, I want that. But as a business, as a long-term bucket, I don't see that happening. But I, I, I really want that. I really, really want. But I really, really want, dude. I really, really want. I hate that song. But I, I don't know, man. I, I feel like I'm gonna get bummed out. WWE-style bucket. And I can see Gunther retaining the IC champion. I, I'm just going to break my heart now. <laughs> just, damn it. I'm going to break my heart now. And I'm going to see Drew McIntyre lose because I want to see him win. And uh, man, that would be a great moment for him to win. I could be all wrong. I could be dirt ass wrong. And Drew McIntyre could be the IC champion. Oh, that'll be my plan B. But on paper, I, I just, just break my heart now. Gunther will win. <laughs> just get out of the way. All right. Two more matches to go on my preview and predictions. This one's going to be interesting. An MMA rules match. Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Blazer. So this past Monday on Raw, both women never confronted each other in the ring, but they had two separate, two separate promos, package promos, which were phenomenal. WWE, kudos to them for having a great production promos on both women and uh look they showcased an excellent story where ronda rousey was a major again ufc mma uh woman's fighter shader blazer was on ronda's side the whole time until she became a huge mma star you know ufc champion and Shayna was on Ronda's side the whole time. And then she went on to the WWE. And Sheena was busting her ass, uh, learning the trade on the, the wrestling aspect where Ronda just kind of 
shot her way to the WWE. But when Shayna was busting her ass off working her way up the ranks in the pro wrestling world, uh, Ronda Rousey wasn't on Shayna's side. And that's where Shayna, that's where she felt genuine. She was crying in the package promo, which it felt personal. It felt, you know, dramatic. When I watched that promo, it, man, it hit me in the heart. I'm like, Damn it, Rhonda. What the hell's wrong with you? She was your best friend. She was along your side the whole time as you grew as a MMA fighter star. Went up to the the the, the crumb of the crumbs of the UFC. It became the woman's champion in the UFC. She was longer in your side, but where were you when Shayna was struggling? You know? And here we are. Friendship versus friendship. And an MMA rules match? It's gonna be interesting. I'm curious to see how this match this match will go. Will they take the ropes off? Uh, will they put a cage around it? We don't know how this match will go. But all we know, uh, will it be a shoot style match? <laughs> will be? Will this be a Dan Severn match? Uh, uh, a, a Justin Hawk Bradshaw match from the '90s, where there'll be a little legit ass whoop in the ring? We don't know how this match will go. But the question is, who will win? Will we'll win reign supreme. I'm trying to get that out of my mouth. Who will, will reign supreme? <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick Shayna Blazer, the underdog. Uh, I got to go for the underdogs because, come on, why not? Uh, I'll love to see Shayna whoop Ronda Rousey's ass in the MMA style. Uh, Ronda hasn't been in a MMA style match in a long ass time, so she might be a little rusty. So uh, I'm going to see Shayna. I'm going to see her win. Okay, final match of the prediction of WWE SummerSlam here, folks. The Slim Jim Battle Royal to be announced participants. So, Friday Night SmackDown is tomorrow night as the time I'm recording this podcast and video. So, we don't know. Well, we do know a few select gentlemen featured in the match. One of them is L.A. Knight. Yeah. The remaining participants, we don't know yet. I'm going to go risky. I'm going to go for my boy, LA Knight. Plain and simple. Just just end his prediction on this match. Come on. Fan favorite. He's my favorite. And come on. Give the man the win. Give the man the win. LA Knight, the Slim Jim Battle Royal winner. Yeah. Boom. Goes the dynamite. So if you're watching on YouTube, I circled it. See if it pans in focus. If not, it will be on my social media platforms into the Squared Circle Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And you're watching on YouTube. And there is, or there is my 2023 SummerSlam preview and predictions. And if you, you the viewers, you the listeners have your predictions, your favorite matches you're looking forward to watching this Saturday on the Peacock Network. Let me know what you think on the comment section down below. Or, as I mentioned, my social media platform. Send me a DM. Leave it in the comment section on my social media platforms when I post this preview prediction picture online. So there you have it, folks. My previews and predictions of WWE SummerSlam. All right? So I applause, applause. I paused YouTube. Now, back to you guys on podcast land. If you made it this far on the show, give me a five-star review if you enjoy the content so you never miss an episode each and every week. All right? So, next episode on the show here is the post-summer slam episode, and uh, we'll talk about AEW Collision as well. So, stay tuned on the next episode. And, uh, all right, my friends, I plugged everything. 
check out my secondary podcast, the Lesson and Headmaking Podcast, available in all major podcasting outlets. I'll give you guys my uh, 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 um, uh, my list on New Music Friday, uh, first Friday of August of 2023 in the world of hard rock and heavy metal and uh, upcoming tours and whatnot. So check it out right now on all major podcast outlets. All right, my friends, until next episode, stay safe, stay healthy, have a great weekend, and happy wrestling.